Good morning, everybody. This is Luke with the Way Podcast, and excited to get back into the Scripture, just to be encouraged that um, we are living for eternity. This isn't about this life, but we have uh, marching orders from an eternal king. And when a king gives you marching orders, um, you don't have really a choice. And thankfully, God um, is a God of love, and He desires our cooperation. He desires us to be in a relationship with Him. Um, but when it comes down to it, His commands are not really optional. They come, and the rejection of them does come consequence, and the obedience um, in them brings blessing and um, a eternal joy through the Holy Spirit. And so I'm uh, thankful for the Scripture to remind us of that today. And I want to look at Luke chapter 18, verse 1. And he says, And he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to lose heart. When we go through very challenging circumstances and circumstances that don't seem to make sense, um, that can be extremely frustrating, it's so easy to lose heart. Um, and you know, what does it really mean to lose heart? And just a challenge to you, a challenge to me, is that losing heart, I think a lot of times, is we become people um, of a very low conviction, a very low passion that Jesus Christ gave his life, poured out his life as a drink offering for your sin and for mine, meaning he was totally poured out like a cup that's full and is splashed all over the floor, is, is turned over and it is, it is emptied. And Jesus Christ emptied his life for us to be free from sin. Jesus Christ emptied his life for us to know him. And a lot of times when we begin to lose heart, we become apathetic to that truth. That we become, we want to become agreeable to other people. We want to um, set aside convictions because truth can cause division. That truth can cause, um, or just conviction can cause division at times. And when we look at this scripture, Jesus is going to challenge the disciples on when he returns, will there even be people who believe when he comes back? True faith, not just coming to church, not just in our heads saying we believe, but will there be people who come with a true faith or have a true faith when Jesus Christ returns? And so he's saying this to the disciples because he knows that there, we are going to be tempted to lose heart, that we are going to be in a world that is very challenging and we are going to be tempted um, to stop praying and to start worrying, to stop praying and to look like we're praying, but really we're just arguing with ourselves in our mind. Really we're just worrying with God. We're just telling God what to do rather than really praying. He continues in verse 2. He says, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but afterward he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat, beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? 
Jesus gives this example of a widow who's going to a judge and pleading her case over and over. And this judge isn't even a good judge. He's an unrighteous judge. And Jesus is not using this example because he's an unrighteous judge, but he's using an extreme example of if God, the perfect judge, is going to you know, avenge his elect. But yet we've got a wicked judge who over time, just by someone being persistent, is going to answer them. And he's saying, how much more a God who loves you, a God who is righteous, a judge who is righteous, will he not answer the prayers of the elect, of those who abide in Christ, those who are in Jesus, those who are having their heart transformed to know his will. And so this is a promise to us, no matter how difficult our circumstances are, if we would continue to pray, if we would continue to seek God, he will answer, he will answer our prayer. Now, here's the thing is sometimes he answers our prayer by changing our heart. Sometimes he answers um, our prayer by showing us that we're wrong, maybe even in what we're praying. But as we pursue God persistently, he will He will answer. It may not be the answer we thought all the time, but he will answer. It's a promise. And that if we seek God, we'll find him. If we hunger and thirst for righteousness, we'll be filled. But the challenge that I leave you with today and the challenge I leave with myself is Jesus says at the end of the day when he returns, will there be people who are doing this? Will there be people who persist in prayer regardless of suffering, regardless of hardship, regardless of persecution. And they would not lose heart, but they would trust, no matter how deep the pain, that God's really there with them, that God's really there with me, regardless of the pain. And it's up to me to surrender my life and obey the marching orders. So Father God, I pray that we would be obedient servants, obedient disciples who continue in prayer and glorify you in all that we do. I ask you these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. As always, if you'd like to partner with 5T Ministries, you can catch us at www.5tministries.org. You can support us in discipleship and outreach and in youth outreach. Um, and if you would like to know uh, more how to study your Bible and, and how to grow as a disciple of Christ, please reach out to us and we'd love to connect with you. God bless you. Have a great day.